everyone, welcome to the Higher Points Podcast, the extra special Higher Points Podcast. You know, not just like Nate always says, where we have a special guest that he says about everybody, but like a legitimately <laughs> yeah. actual... No, none of you are special, that's what he's trying to say. <laughs> that's definitely it, that's definitely it. But anyway, so this is our 100th episode. We've been together for 100 weeks together, all of you listening, and we kind of wanted to take a step back and rather than just doing like these typical podcasts about like what's wrong with the world or what we want to do to solve it or complaining about this thing that we don't like uh, we kind of took an idea that uh, Heather Paget had and you know they have those dating shows where you know or or shows about like husbands and wives and like how well do you know each other and it's like they ask these questions and if you get it right you know you get a point and so a lot on and of so people forth. uh do them at their weddings they play this game where they sit back to back and raise the the shoe of the person yeah yeah, yeah that kind and of so we kind of modified that and so we have a bunch of questions here and so basically like we'll ask the question and i have to guess the answer of what nate like would would how nate would answer the question and see how many we got right or got wrong, how well we know each other, you know, whether we need to continue our friendship or not after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just to kind of give like, I guess, more of a breath, a breath of fresh air, just something fun, just something different, interesting and different than what we normally do. And uh, just give you guys something to enjoy and to kind of celebrate just, uh, you know, a hundred, a hundred episodes and a hundred weeks together. So, and the next week we'll be back to our regular regular scheduled programming <laughs> of uh, negativity and doom and gloom. <laughs> yeah, because that's what all of our podcasts have been about. <laughs> we certainly haven't done anything like this, and and like to be fair, so so we did come up with so like if if we get the answer right, you'll hear this, and if we get the answer wrong, you hear. <laughs> so. So, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's kind of going to be the format today. And then, so the first part of the podcast will be kind of these questions. The second part of the podcast will be more like reflecting a little bit on the last 100 days. So with that being spent, with that being said, my extra special guest that I'm having on the, uh, the show today, Nate. So you want to start it off with like the first question and then you can, you can, you can give the first answer and we'll see if you get it right. Okay. All right. So go for it. All right. Number one, what is your favorite color? What'd you pick? What did I pick? For me. For you. Yeah. Okay. Remember, you're answering this as if yeah. it's me. Well, you're, so a cop. About, you're a cop, so I feel like it's got to be red or blue. You have to choose one. Blue. <laughs> <laughs> you got it right. You got it right. And let's see. If I had to choose one for you, uh, I'm thinking more cannabis. I was going to go green. Ah. Mine's blue too. <laughs> yeah, well, so far, uh, friendship is going to be ended. Got it. <laughs> All right, so I'll do the next one. Um, so, so which episode uh, was your favorite? And I'd have to say what I think your favorite episode was. Like our favorite, yeah, your favorite episode was, and that you talk about every time that we have people in here was Melissa Baldwin. That's not the answer I wrote down. But you say it all the time. So I hold do. on. Okay, so I got it wrong. What was your answer? Um, I would say the reason I chose this is it like I enjoyed it the most. I like laughed through the whole po- podcast, and it was Porsche. Porsche. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, what was so? What was your answer for me? That was my favorite podcast. Um, one of the ones of Bill Howard. 
Can you be a little more specific? Uh, the first one. Uh, so I'm not sure whether I should give this Is one that to the... you or not. Have we had him on twice or three times? We've had him on three times. Three times. So the first, first one was... Uvaldi. Was it no? First one was about just him. him. The second one was Uvaldi. Uvaldi. The third one was the State of the World Address. State of the World Address. God, man, you're a better friend than me. <laughs> All, right. All right, I got some hints on that one. So I mean, <laughs> well, that was the whole idea. Uh, so you, next question: Which episode, topic, or guest does your host often cite as the most impactful or memorable? Again, I go. I'm going to go, and I'm probably going to get this wrong. Again, I'm going to go with Melissa Baldwin just because of like her business model and how she runs her business, and you just kind of look up. To like her and South Bend and what they do. So did I get that one right at least? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank and God. And then, then Ted was an honorable mention on there. Yeah, with the for the sure. steroid use story that he's told. I've had a lot of friends like I'm going to do this. I was like, and then every time I tell them that story, I was like, do not. This is why. Dude, I haven't even heard that. Do tell what the steroid use story. Did he say that on here? Yeah, he talked about his friend that passed away. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, my bad. I'm with you. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I thought you meant like he told you like something in the gym or something Mm-mm. like that. Cause, no. Because Ted was all natty. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that picture of him? He t- he brought it to the gym one day. No, I didn't Ted see it. Ted was massive. Yeah. He, I remember, he, I mean, he would always say, and he said on the podcast, like, you can outwork steroids, you can't outlook them. Yeah. And right. unfortunately, he was a bodybuilder, so. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so finally, I got one right at least. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, what do you think that my... Uh, most impactful or memorable one was the Thank one with your my wife and mother in law. Yeah. Um. So so the reason that I cite this as most impactful or memorable was Seth Cordell mm-hmm. when he was talking about uh his addiction, his journey through overcoming addiction, and where he talked about. Even to the point that he knew that a liquor store was coming up on the right, so he would get into the inside lane so that he could not make a lawful turn into that liquor store. Like just yeah. those small changes, because everybody like everybody always hears those success stories, like I overcame addiction or I overcame suicide or I overcame this or that, but they don't really see or think about the minutia. The that's whole a, process. Yeah, of that's it. again, that's what like seventy five hard is about. Live hard. All of those small, tiny, little things that you change on a daily basis that like in, like make you into the person that you're trying to become. And now, I, Nate and I discussed this before we started the podcast, and I think we should say it here. Please know that like we've been a hundred episodes here. Like we're asking some specifically tailored questions from our perspective. We're not trying to make anybody like feel bad or angry mm-hmm. or like we're trying to leave anybody out. But we were having to like we we sat in here for probably like what 30 45 minutes like researching some of this stuff going through all the episodes figuring out what we wanted yeah. to say. Yeah. And so like and we were realizing how much content there's been and like how many conversations we've had and how many impacts we've had in our life and we really struggled like seriously struggled putting in like picking out these like one thing here or there because it was like oh I want to talk about this and this and this and this and this you know so or how much we have learned from everybody that has yeah, come no on this kidding. podcast you no know kidding. that's one of the biggest things for me yeah so uh, let's see so you asked the first one so I think it's your turn right how does your co-host like their coffee or tea um, in a C4 can. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's that's decently accurate, but that's not the question. Black coffee. Ooh, ooh. I I am 
I am not a manly man when it comes no. to coffee. Like, I have to have the whole cream and sugar. No. So I was just going to go with you of, like, just unsweet tea. Yep. Oh. Uh, all right, redeeming myself here. But but really, I mean, the caffeine of my choice is probably like a Celsius or an energy yeah. drink. Right, you know, right. I think for both of us it is, honestly, which... Patronize so, if you if you need to. <laughs> so for so what book what book uh, or movie do do you know your co-host loves? So as far as books, I yeah eh, I don't know that you read much, do you? Mm, not a whole lot. Okay, um, and and as far as movies were concerned, um, I really like was struggling because we never discussed this kind of stuff. But uh, I don't know, Varsity Blues. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, okay. What was your what Lord your of the Rings would have been a good one. Uh, okay. Extreme Ownership, a good book. Okay. Yeah. Oh shit. I guess I should have said that. That makes sense. Yeah. We have talked about that before. All right. So, what's your answer for me? The Go Giver. Okay. Okay. Or the Bible. Okay. Probably neither of those are. That's uh, not what I wrote down, but it's actually a really good answer. <laughs> it's like, well, maybe it is. <laughs> what about what about movie? Uh, I know. I know you're gonna get. Hold on. Hold on. Hold. On, I know you're gonna get this one wrong. So. i can't even guess yeah uh john wayne hatari okay he's my favorite so um all right so uh which guest do you think your co-host enjoyed interviewing the most i'm gonna have to go with porsche obviously because you already said it and and i was gonna that was what i'm gonna be my guess anyway so okay whoops oh oh sorry there we go my bad uh so what do you say for me That's a tough one. <laughs> Nick's the one that does all the interviewing, so <laughs> most of the time. Uh, we should almost had set this to where like we've used Bill Howard, so you can't use Bill Howard again. <laughs> uh, it's not Bill Howard, so okay. I'll, I'll help you narrow it down. Okay. Um, you said something about Rachel earlier, so we'll put that one up there. I'll give you that one. um i was telling nate that it was interesting how uh you know you go back and i'm looking at these and like some of these people we interviewed over in the old studio but Mm -hmm. it feels like it was yesterday yeah like and i can remember those podcasts yeah i can remember those podcasts as if they were yesterday you Mm -hmm. know like rachel telling her story struggling with um you know getting pregnant and you know all those things and so it's just it's just been a cool experience so uh so is it my turn or is it your turn? I don't care. Whatever. It's my turn. Um, if your co-host could visit any country in the world, where would they go? Gosh. Okay. Give me a hint on this one. Would uh, you go to tropical or more mountainous? Let's just say it's in Europe. Spain. Oh, no. What? Scotland. <laughs> Italy. Italy. Italy, because I want to be a fat fuck and eat all their food. Yep, food is my enough. vice. Um, for you, I seriously have no idea. Um, I would either say like Scotland or Ireland because you could like drink or do. So I have to pick one. I have to pick one. Um, I'm just gonna go off the cue you gave me. Uh, Scotland. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I completely got that one on accident. <laughs> all right. So uh, okay. So what is your co-host's favorite way to relax after a long day? So. For you, I'm going to go with, like, sitting down, like, maybe, like, watching a movie or a TV show and drinking a beer. Oh, damn it. I'll give you another guess. Hold on. I, I know Nate's I know Nate's favorite way. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Nate's favorite way is... 
<laughs> oh, every day. I do. I do. I was going to figure out a way to get that in there. <laughs> All right. So, what's your favorite way to relax after a long day? Going to the gym. Uh, how did I not know that? Like, <laughs> I, I think I'm seriously like yep. reevaluating our <laughs> right now. You should be able to get mine. Mine should be like painfully obvious. A pipe. Yeah, you yep, got smoking it. a pipe. You got it. You got it. All right, so you're up uh, next. What sir. hobby or pastime is your co- co-host indulge in during their free time? <laughs> I'm going with drinking on you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I I mean, I wrote down watching football, but what which you drink while watching football? So do not, I do I get that one or not? Not today, I didn't. Okay, most so, actually most Sundays I don't, but I'll give it to you because like I do spend a lot of time with friends drinking. Okay, uh, what's mine then? PUBG. Ah. Video games. That's what yeah. I put on there. Nice. All right. So um, if your co-host could collaborate with anyone outside of podcasting in their field of interest, who would it be? And so I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, hmm, I'm going. I'm, and the only thing I could think of with you would be Andy Frisella. <laughs> Build those buildings, baby. Well, did I get it? Yeah. All right. Sweet. And you're, you're never going to get this. So I'm just going to hover over SpongeBob real quick here because you're going to be like, like, well, Let's, how about this? I'll narrow it down. Uh, this person we had supper with one time. Uh, we had supper with her and Bill. No, actually. No. It'd be him and Bill. Oh. How about this? How, He's a sheriff up by Kansas City. Okay, he? you're close. He's a police officer. He's a sergeant. Okay. But I'll, I'll give it to you because you only met him once. Rashad Castaneda. Rashad, yep. So I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> That's uh, I think that if I could get Rashad to be my undersheriff, like, like he would make me look so bad. Like, I mean, as far as like, like he would make me look good because he's good, but like he would just outperform me in every way, and he would make, he would help in making Rice County like the premier law enforcement agency. In my opinion, if if Rashad and I could get together, we would be like. A, dyna- a dynamic duo that, like, in my opinion, we would be the best law enforcement agency in the nation. Just my, just my personal opinion. Just my personal opinion. All right. So, if if you could have any other job in the world, what would it be? Like, in you, if you could have any other job in the world, and I chose, you would like to go around and like help other hemp farms or like medical marijuana or whatever you would like to either help them with their agronomy with their greenhouses like basically consulting or just like helping them with like be- their farms being successful and doing regenerative farming i mean that's it is it has to do with cannabis business so i, I said run the best seed to sale cannabis business in the state no well, that's not 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 what i said but i mean it's pretty close it's close all right what about me I mean, technically, you're not sheriff now, so technically, I'm, I'm going to say sheriff. Uh, nope. Uh, I I chose a consultant for businesses or other law enforcement oh, okay. agencies is what I, I wrote down. So, all right. Now, this one you should be able to get. This one's going to be a funny one. I'm going to enjoy this one. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, is your. Yeah, (laughs) it's my turn to read. What is your co-host pet peeve when it comes to podcasting? What would you choose for me? Not talking in the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was actually going to go. I actually wrote down Nate uh, noise or Nate's nose. (laughs) (laughs) 
But I can see how you'd see that because – so just to give everybody an idea, is every time we sit down with somebody, I tell them how directional the mics are. So I say when you're here talking to the microphones because you'll notice as you start to get over here to the side that it starts to sound a little bit differently. So whenever you move, bring the mic with you. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why Nate said that. No, well, it's just he always gives me shit for not talking to the mic. <laughs> because you know better. <laughs> yeah, know. You should know better, dude. We've been doing this for 100 episodes. I know. You I should know. know better. We're getting there slowly. <laughs> it's a long, painful so, process. So Nate's pet peeve, I I, I don't even know. Like I, You're always usually pretty chill when you're here. Um, well, that's you, good that you don't know because, honestly, I thought forever and couldn't come up with an answer on this. <laughs> so you're right. Case, I got it right. You're yes. Right. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So what does, what does your co or how does your co-host react when there's a technical glitch? <laughs> he sits back and lets me solve the problem <laughs> yeah. and, and plays on his, and plays on his Snapchat. Pretty much. All right. So what about me? Uh, Nick goes to work fixing more than likely my, my fuck up. Yeah. And, 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 and I put also here while cussing. <laughs> I'll laugh about it too. Uh, I, said, I did say that. I'd laugh. All right, go ahead. Uh, which topic or subject makes your co-host the most passionate when discussed? Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna have to answer this one with you. Is like uh, hempcrete houses and like doing like doing your your business and eventually wanting your business like your Lux home builds to be like hempcrete homes and stuff like that. Mm. And then what do you got for me? Uh, I would guess that it would be like talking about being a uh, like a Christian man in this environment and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and I, I agreed, and and also basically law enforcement how we could be better. Yeah, yeah. Another one I had <clears throat> uh, mental toughness and discipline on there too. Yeah, well, that's basically, and I said like, and how we can be better, which mm-hmm. would be mental toughness and yep. and all that good stuff. So, all right. So if if my co-host, if Nate were to write a book, what genre would it be? And I put winning success people. It's or uh, I was going to say like basically winning success success going out there and being better. So, accurate or no? If you were uh, to write a book. Well, I just said autobiography. <laughs> so, <laughs> Who would want to model their life after you? I mean, uh, uh, uh. uh. <laughs> so what about me? It'd be about all those topics right there. God, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kind of gave you the intro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your turn. <laughs> uh, we'll say podcast other than your own. That you think your co-host loves. Um, obviously, we both listen to Real AF with yeah. Andy Priscilla. So, yeah. I mean, we can do that. Well, other than that one, like what's another one that you like to listen to? Or uh, that you think that I listen to? The, another one that you listen to? Mm-hmm. Uh, Order Man by yep. Ryan Mickler. Yeah. Those are the two that I wrote down. Yep. I mean, I'm, I'm just, we're going to go ahead and be go with that one. Do you so. listen to any others? Oh, yeah. You know, sometimes I'll listen to Jocko. Sometimes uh, I listen to Layman Church re- uh, religiously. Uh, <laughs> I listen to Layman Church out of Roanoke, Virginia. Yeah. Um, every single time they have an episode. Sometimes I get two or three behind, but they're usually only about 30 minutes, so they're easy I to kind of catch up on. 30 or 40 minutes. Yeah, actually. Let me just pull that list up now that I think about it. Why you got to make sense, Nate? Um, so here's mine. Is the Jocko podcast, Layman Church, Order of Man, uh, Poorly Made Police podcast, Real AF, Spycraft 101, the podcast in Hutchin, and obviously us. Um, bib- the Biblical Time Machine. <clears throat> My uncle said that one to me. Ah, what's that one about? That sounds cool. It's like they go back and they talk about different times, like when like Mark was written, and they talk about 
like like what was going on what in was that going time. the political arena huh. that they're in and that kind of stuff it's it's really interesting they've got a doctor from uh scotland actually that um that's all she does is basically studies the history of that time period during the bible oh, okay cool in the history of christianity basically so the next question is uh what episode made your co-host the most emotional or reflective and I'm going to have to say the day that you called me after Bill Howard's State of the World and you were like, dude, I'm on my way home right now, like literally crying and like thinking about scripture and the word and which is something that you really struggled with, like when we first mm-hmm. started doing this. Yeah. Because, you know, you had some negative experiences from Sterling College and kind of what your your feelings and thoughts were there. I don't, so. ne- I don't necessarily think it was from Sterling College. I think it was just... I mean, it was me. It was Sterling College. Sterling College does great things for people on their Christian path. It was just like the way I interpreted it at the time, not being open to it, is the way I perceived it negatively, you know? All right. So what about me? The same one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say that was a pretty impactful one for both of us. I agree. I agree. All right. Next question. Uh, What's a dream guest guest your co-host would love to have on this show? And I think uh, we both know this one. <laughs> I think it would b- both of us would agree that Andy Priscilla. For sure. Yep, I agree with that. Would love to have Andy on the podcast. How does your co-host handle negative feedback or criticism? Well, with Nate, the way he handles it, like I think sometimes, like he'll initially get up in arms about it. Like it, he'll kind of see it maybe like a little bit as in a personal attack, like, attack. like in the moment, in the moment. But I think after he's had a chance to process a little bit, he kind of like takes a step back and like reflects on it and it's like, okay, what do I maybe need to change? Mm-hmm. Accurate? Yep. Yep. Because I put, use it as motivation, use it as yeah, tool. the fuel for the fire. Yep. And what about me? I would say that you use it as fuel, but you don't necessarily get defensive about it right away. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. I just do a good job of hiding it. Okay. Well, he's a cop, so he can hide his emotions very well. That's true. That's true. But still, you're still accurate there. I basically wrote down, uh, basically reflect on it and see if I need to change. Like, you know, like really take a look at, like, is there is there something to what this person's saying? Like, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So, uh, let's see. The next question is, um, so which episode did your co-host find the most challenging to record? We talk about it all the time, so should I say Scott Tolley? <laughs> because of just like the length of it, it was like... A physical demand yeah, that it, guy put us through. <laughs> dude, it was. like he. Little does he know, but he was training us in the gym without being in the gym. <laughs> like, and, and that's not to say that like we didn't enjoy the podcast, right? Like, It was a phenomenal podcast, mm-hmm. but it was just sitting here for four and a half hours... You know, having a conversation with someone like that was a lot of brain power to be expended. And and I remember going home that night, standing in my hallway, right outside my room, recording a story, letting everybody know, hey, the podcast is going to be late because it's like one o'clock or like it was like midnight or one by the time I made it home. As his eyeballs twitching. (laughs) (laughs) And and I had to work that next morning at seven. There's like there's no way I'm going to edit four hours of a podcast and have it up in six hours. And get sleep in for work. So uh, were, were we both in agreement on that one? Yep. Okay. That's what I wrote down. All right. What's a skill or talent of your co-host that you admire the most? 
Um, I would say like your ability to uh, focus in on a task and then like really figure out every detail that needs to go into that. And, you know, like the way I look at that is like when you are, when you get a new case, like you're very, very, very thorough on everything where a lot of people would not be. Yep. Uh, I basically put on there basically kind of like how I keep pushing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I keep like just like making progress and stuff like that. Um, so the skill or talent, uh, that I admire most about Nate, which is, this is kind of subjective because it's like, what do I think this person's going to answer? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I admire the most about Nate is like just how he's wise beyond his years and he's willing to, like have those conversations with people that he may disagree with and maybe and still be friends with those people that he may very much disagree with. So I might have yeah. got that wrong, but no. okay. Uh all right. So what is a word or phrase your co host often uses on the podcast? Go out there and be great. That's Nate's. Oh. Nope. That's not what I wrote down. <laughs> Damn it. All right. What what'd you put down? Be the change you want to see. Oh, it was the, the same. One. It's the same sentence. <laughs> oh, damn it, man. I had a 50-50 shot and got it wrong. <laughs> right, right. What about me? You're, I think you're going to find this funny because when you hear it, you're going to go, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I'm clueless right now. Okay, I put, so uh, so hold on a second. We'll give you the. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you, you've you heard me say it on the podcast before, but I'll say it again. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Uh, if your co-host had to choose one episode to represent the epi- essence of our podcast, which would it be? Um, and if Nate had to choose one episode of all of our podcast to enca- to like encapsulate its essence, a- a- part of me wants to choose Porsche just because it's easy in the sense of. We had fun. We laughed. There was even moments of high emotion there, you know, working through his suicidal thoughts and like trying to come out on the other end. But like, because I mean, I, to me, that encompasses. Just to let you know that was not my my choice. Just mm-hmm. so you know. Um, but man, there's so much there that like just encompasses it because there's so gosh. We laughed. We cried. all of them. All of them. We laughed and cried during that one, like in the studio during Porsches. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like this—the one you chose. No. Can I get a hint, maybe? Since I gave you a hint on Rashad. Well, I think my answers changed since we started doing this. So. <laughs> since we. Yeah. Okay, so do I still get a hint, or it was one of the three with Bill Howard? Okay. Well, I guess I'm just gonna have to go with the state of the world. <laughs> yeah. then. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I would say that that encapsulates. And just to let you know, my answer was not that amazingly enough. Yeah. And I'll explain why when we get it, but you'll have to choose something else. Hold on. Let me ho- hover over SpongeBob here so I can push that when you're ready. Because <laughs> I think you're going to go, oh, yeah. But I Would know. you say it's the first year or second year of us doing this? Uh, second year. More recent? No. Uh, I mean, it would have been like beginning of the year-ish, I think. Mm. Mm. Yep. Drawing blanks here. Um, what's another way I could give you? It was one of the three men that we interviewed from my church. Uh, is it Mike? Dude, I didn't think you were going to get it. (laughs) All right. And the reason that I chose Mike Cressy as the reason that, um, 
it represents the essence of our podcast is we've always said, number one, that we want, if we can help one person, the podcast is worth it. Number two, that we wanted to basically sit down and have conversations with interesting people. We're just, and, and everybody is. Everyone has something everybody they has can a teach story. us. And, 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 and so what Mike went through right now, that whole transgender movement is like hot button, you know, like even something that we frown upon. Um, and that was something that he'd gone through and then transitioned back. And it was just an amazing story that not only kind of reaffirmed what we were thinking in the sense of like, pe- these people are just looking to fill that gap in their life that, that ha- they had, they won't was devoid of Christ. Yeah. And they were trying to fill it with literally anything else to their own detriment. And just his story of, you know, going through being raised in a loving home to the, you know, uh, the gay culture and then the transgender culture and then shooting up this yoga place that didn't hire him after hours because, you know, they didn't hire him. Nobody mm-hmm. was inside. And then going to jail, having multiple felonies. He's transitioned to a woman at this point. And then God convicting him saying, you can no longer live this lie. And then that, that coming back. So it was just like that whole, like that whole circle of, you know, it's easy to look at people and think they've got it like all made or all figured out. You know, like Andy Frasilla makes, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars a year. But like the guy went through being significantly overweight, stabbed in the face and almost dying and, and other things to get where he's at. Yep. And so that's why I chose Mike Cressy because I mean, it was you walk by powerful. Mike. In Sterling, I bet most of you listening that don't know him, like have walked past him and you, like you wouldn't even notice. Yeah. You no, know, he's just a normal guy walking around in town. Yeah. Well, that, uh, pretty much, um, I think, I think based on that, our, our friendship can continue. We did yeah. pretty, pretty decent there. I think there were, I would say roughly 50 50. Yeah. There wasn't, a, we, there wasn't a whole lot of SpongeBob there. No. There's more dings. Um, so the next part of the podcast is kind of, I guess, more reflective on the last 100 episodes. So, uh, the first question I'll I'll just ask you, Nate. Um, how how has podcasting together changed or evolved uh, our relationship as friends or co-hosts over the last hundred episodes to you? Um, one thing it's done is like we've had lots and lots of deep conversations. Not only like in the studio, but like on the trips back and forth, and yeah. like you're someone I can come to when I need advice, like in anything, whether that's relationship or. Um, business or whatnot, you know, like we've built that deep level of trust between each other that we can rely on each other for a lot of things. Yeah. And, and I would say, I would say something similar in the sense of like, I know that like when I call Nate and I know that his phone rings off the hook, I know it's constantly got some sort of a notification or a text, like his guys are trying to get a hold of him or a client's trying to get a hold of him or somebody that's trying to sell him something because his number's listed as a business owner somewhere you know, trying to get him to buy a service or do this thing or invest in SEO with them. So <clears throat> when I call Nate, I usually don't call unless like I truly like need something, right? Like I don't just call you of like, hey, what's the temperature outside, Nate? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and he always answers. And like I really value that because, you know, there are times that I'm like, hey, what about this? What about that? Or like I'll ask you on some of my cases, like, hey, I had this door kicked in. If you were to replace this door, like how much would it cost? Which is like important to me because I yeah. can't finish my report without that. And I don't want my report standing out there to where this person that's trying to make an insurance claim has to wait longer on me because I'm waiting to get like a bid from somebody or something like that. I could yeah. just call you and, you know, answer that. So 
you know, it's nice to have someone like on the other end of the phone that you know that you can rely and trust on or trust and rely. Like, and, and the thing is, like, we don't really do the whole like watch football, drink beer and like all that kind of stuff together. But like, I feel like the relationship is similar to that. Yep. Um, You know, and lately we haven't been in the gym together, really. You know, I'm I'm in there at different times based on my schedule since I'm not training strongman and stuff. But it's like one of those friendships that I feel if you moved away or I moved away. And we came back to it's like you and Vinny. When, like when you come back to visit, I think like with you and Vinny, it's like no time stopped. Like yep. time never did stop. It's like you picked up right where you left off. Yep. And I think that's the way that our friendship would be after I agree. this. So next up. Um what's well, one moment during these episodes where you felt most proud of each other? Um like as a podcast overall, you know, like I felt really proud when we made it to like a thousand. Yeah. Thousand downloads. Like, damn thousand people where people have listened to us for a thousand times it's like that's super cool and now we're almost at five thousand it's like we've blown that away you know and we're at our hundredth episode and i would say like i'm super proud of where (laughs) we are now and just can't even imagine like like what we can do in the future well and it's something that we can legitimately be be proud of uh by the way you were way off on your statistic um and what do you mean you'll see um the reason that I say that is, hey, man, hey, man, don't be cheating. Um, but anyway, uh, the reason that I say that it's something that we can be proud of is because we had a lot. When we first started this, Nate doesn't know this, but I got a lot of emails because when you list your podcast on different places, like different like people will see it, and then there's somebody that wants to sell you something. Mm-hmm. So Nate and I had the opportunity to invest in bots, leaving us comments, downloading our episodes and making us a quote unquote popular podcast. Mm. And and I actually showed it to Nate and I was like I was like dude, I was like I'm I'm really not interested in this at all. But like what do you think? You know, cuz I'm thinking they're thinking from the a business mindset, right? Of like the podcast or something that we could eventually get some ad revenue from or whatever. And and I was like I really don't want to do this. Like I kind of told Nate like I I I'd, I'd rather that we do this the right way organically and get like the well, listens when, and everything organically. When you do it that way too, it's like when it's not organic, it's not sustainable because then you, you're jumping in and it's like, okay, well, these people don't actually like to listen to what we have to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so to be fair, uh, as it sits here in the studio today, the all time downloads are 7,667. Oh. And, um, you know, it's, it's humbling to think that like 7,667 different, like, downloads i can't say that that's unique people mm-hmm. but i mean let's just let's just say that's probably five thousand unique people but or even there's 3, someone, someone out there that's listened to every episode you know that's yeah. only 100 downloads yeah right <laughs> right um <clears throat> so it's just humbling to do that and so to answer that question of what was the what was one moment during these episodes where you felt the most proud of each other i'd have to say early on episode 15 with nate when he told his story because in our world today, men will often step forward and they'll start like wanting to blame everyone else and outside factors for things going bad, whether it's their business, their marriage, their life, their kids, whatever. You know, if it hadn't been for that school system, my kid wouldn't be a liberal. You know, if it hadn't been, blah, blah, you know, so on and so mm-hmm. forth. You know, and Nate, Nate could have said, you know, if it, if my ex had done blah, 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 then we'd still be married. But instead he was like, 
I was lost after football. You know, I started drinking. I started watching pornography. I started doing these things that made me a less than admirable man. And I understand why she left me kind of mm-hmm. thing or why we drifted apart. And, and so that made me like super proud. And that to me, really, honestly, that was kind of where, cause when we first started recording, we didn't really like, we were in the gym together and that was pretty much it. Yep. Um, but that sem- cemented to me like this is somebody that I want in my circle. Like this is somebody that I want to invest in because this is somebody that I know will give me a no bullshit, you know, answer on something. Or if I'm right, will tell me I'm right. If I'm wrong, will tell me wrong. But also won't be one of those people that's going to suck the life out of me because they're all about drama or all about me, me, me. Yep. And so that's that's what I found as the the most profound moment together in the studio. So about, or I guess I should say about each other yeah or about one another so um (laughs) what were the moments that you disagreed on something and how did you navigate through that so nate and i 100 percent disagree on andrew tate now there are some things that andrew tate has said (laughs) oh you're still wrong (laughs) over the years there has been some things that he said over the years like he talks about how he was getting these women to get on the webcam shows and all that other kind of stuff but i think it's interesting to think you know, as we go through life and we evolve, and even Nate and I have gone through life and evolved, and I go back and I want to listen to some of our old podcasts and like some of my vulgar language during those podcasts when I was angry. And I like, you know, I kind of like grit my teeth, like, damn, like I, I kind of like, I still feel some of those things. Like I still, my, my convictions haven't changed, right? I still stand by what I said. I just wish I would have said it differently. Yeah. Um, and how I've gone about it. And so I think to be, if, if you were to judge me based on that podcast long ago, you know, and then like looking at some of the stuff he puts out now, like he's wanting to invest in people and he's calling out the establishment for what it is. And, you know, I don't know. That's just, uh, that's just how I feel on it. But we've always agreed to disagree on that one. So I don't think he's alive anymore. I think it's just AI generated everything. <laughs> well, maybe the AI version's better. <laughs> Uh, what about you? What uh, was the thing that you thought we disagreed on? Was that it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I can't really think. You know, I mean, there's some stuff here and there that it's just minor little, like, disagreements. Um, but for the most part, I think that that's the big big major thing that we Yeah. But the thing is, like, if that were the case, we, you and I should hate each other over Andrew Tate. Yeah. Because I'm a misogynist pig, yeah. and you're you're a liberal you know liberal sissy sissy based on that like that's that is the polarity of our society and what and what i should do or what we should be doing to each other i should say i should be voting for bernie (laughs) once again i'm here to ask for your money um number four what's one thing you have learned from your co-host that has had a profound impact on your personal and professional life and I just go back to the episode where we talked about, um, like I asked you the questions about being a man of God and a husband and a father and all that stuff. And, you know, that's something that just really sticks with me. And it's not something I'm great at, but it's something that I, you know, in the chase of perfection, you know. Oh, but look at it this way. Remember how we were talking or about the podcast and how that person related to you on our, our last to the point the ni- in the 99th episode about building that foundation. Mm-hmm. You're building that foundation now. The seed's planted. And and let's face it, Nate, whenever you get into a relationship, because you will marry a woman someday and you will have kids someday, like it's going to happen. Um, you know, I hope it's with a woman. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> anyway, um, but you know, you're, you're laying that foundation now and it's still going to be hard. Like, don't get me wrong. When you get into that relationship, you're still going to argue. You're still going to want to 
like do the things that you used to do, but you're laying the foundation now to like, basically they say that the scripture is the rule and guide of faith. So when you have a, a an issue in your marriage, you take it and you put it side by side next to the scripture mm-hmm. and you base your decision on what does it say and like, what does it, how am I supposed to be, this is the rule and the guide. So it's like, for instance, you're looking at the blueprints for the building that you're building and you're getting out your square and tape measure and you're putting it up against this putting and saying, does it, does it match? Mm-hmm. Does it match? So would you say that like getting married and being a father is the most difficult task you've ever taken on? Uh, you know, the getting, no, on, actually, not the actual no, no. getting married, getting married and becoming a father were easy. easy. Okay. <laughs> so getting married, my wife planned everything. All I had to show up was and say, I do and have a few pictures taken and becoming cut. a father took 30 seconds each time. So that wasn't a big deal, <laughs> but you know, like being a husband and fathering. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, you know, and it's, you know, to me, like work is easy. Like work is no big deal, mm-hmm. but coming home and navigating that day to day life stuff that you can't get past. Like for instance, I have a, a testosterone fueled teenager at home and I'm getting ready to have another one and Alex and then a young lady that's getting ready to start that time a month, anytime, like she could start that anytime. And so having all of that stuff and there's no way around it. Like you can't get away from, like you could there's run no from There's no book it. to read on that. <laughs> yeah. well, there, there's a lot of books to read, but it's like none of these help. Like this is not the yeah, same. <laughs> no shortcut for experience kind of yep. things. So uh so on that same question, uh the thing that I learned from Nate that had a profound impact on me, honestly, was the twenty dollar, hundred dollar, thousand dollar decisions. Um, like you absolutely blew my mind there. And I know it's not necessarily a concept that you came up with, mm-hmm. but like we've said on here many times, that storytelling is the art of passing on our knowledge, and that's what we were doing in podcasting is storytelling yeah. and passing things on. And I have used that so much in my business when I'm explaining things to people. Like, as a matter of fact, I was explaining and talking to Colin, and he was talking about how he did not have time to interview people. He's like, I don't have time to take time out of my day right now to sit down and interview. And I'm like, okay, dude, that's a $20 decision. That's like, I shouldn't say to interview, but to basically take like five or 10 people and then narrow them down to who do I want to interview? Yeah. And I said, okay, that's could be a $20 decision that you could have someone that you could hire on that makes that, you know, or somebody that you know that can help you make that decision. So pay them, you know, that and say like, kind of just like look at their resumes, whatever, start to kind of narrow them down and then maybe do a first interview. Mm -hmm. And then, Hey, based on this first interview, here are the two that you should talk to and maybe choose which one you want or both you know, depending on what you want to do. Um, so I've used that a lot. And I've also thought to myself, like I'm, all this content generation for my website. I'm like, okay, that's like a hundred dollar decision. I'm like, but sh- I should be out making sales on these sites or doing the like search indexing, like all these things that make these sites work. The, the content generation, the website and all of that, is that important? Is that a piece of the puzzle? Yes. But all the back end stuff is the really super important part about SEO. And so I'm like, okay, so I should be you know, making those decisions and doing those things. And I give the website building to somebody else. I give the content generation to somebody else. And, and then I plug, I pay for it and I plug it all in. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's, that's where I, I've used that a lot. Like, you know, typically when you read a book or you listen to a podcast, like you're not going to remember the whole podcast or the no. whole book, but you pick out these little pieces. And that was one that's like, like hammer and chisel, like, like in my brain, you know? Like, yeah. Um, so that, that was my answer to that question. So, um, so basically re- reflecting on all of the topics you've covered, which one pushed you both out of your comfort zone the most and why? 
Um, both. Uh, just me personally, it would probably be like talking about my religion and stuff. Yeah. And uh, talking about God, because that's just, you know, I always grew up in the church. I've talked about that. I grew up um, in uh, a <laughs> youth group, all that stuff, went to church camp. Um, I've always believed in God, but it's never been something that I wanted to bring to the forefront and really like push to other people. Um, and I feel like now it's important that like those conversations need to be had, you know, and what better place than where we have 7,200 downloads and growing yeah. to, uh, have those conversations. 76. Hmm? 76. Oh, I thought you said 72. 7,600. Now you're making me, okay. Yeah, 76.67. Okay. 76. Pay attention, Nate. <sighs> That's the one thing you need to take away from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I said the same thing. Um, that, that's pushed us out, both of us out of our comfort zone the most. And why? Cause here's, here's why it pushed me out of the comfort zone. Um, in my faith, like I'm, I'm, I am a faithful man. At least I, I do my best to be. I am far from perfect. But when it comes to talking about it with people, it's something that's like a little uncomfortable for me, especially somebody like Nate, who I knew was struggling with it. Because the last thing I want to do is be the reason that Nate is f- pushed further away from Christ. And if I'm sitting here everything every time going, oh, oh, did you read the Bible last night, Nate? Are you going to hail? You know, like, mm-hmm. like, uh, of course that wasn't my my approach, but like that was what was my mind's eye of like, hey man, you like you're you're talking about this all the time, and you're going to be like, this guy's going to make oh, seriously like, why am I podcasting with this guy? You know, like that was like my mind's well, it, eye. That, that's like going to class, like the basic Christian doctrine or whatnot. It's like here's all this information we're being given. But why does it really matter? You know, like what I needed to know the why and the why has to be found by you internally and not given to you. Yeah. You know? The why is always important, especially in our generations. Mm-hmm. Like Google came around when I was younger and you've always had access to Google. Mm-hmm. You, can you ever think of a time you had didn't have Google? Uh, I mean. In school? When I was young, young, I, I remember when we first got like computers in the school. Okay. So. The why is important because right now we can literally say, you know, hey Siri, whatever, and or I don't, I don't want to say it because then my phone will turn on. You can find a counter to you can anything on Google. But I'm saying you can find the whys to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, the other day when my creatinine level was high, well, why? And then I started researching things that can make your creatinine level. Oh, okay, that's probably what I did. Yeah. You know, you can always figure out the why. Yep. And so why is exceptionally important, especially to the newer generation. But that, that's not something you can Google and find the answer to. You know, that's something yeah. you've got to Well, grow. you could maybe go to other resources that could help yeah. you, you know, with it, I mm-hmm. think. So. Number six, man. Um, how has podcasting shaped or influenced your views on certain topics or issues? Um, basically, to have an open mind. Um, you know, I didn't necessarily always understand like for instance with mike cressy like i didn't understand or agree with what he was doing but i had the open mind to like listen to the story Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people it would be easy for them to just write someone like mike cressy off as tarnished tattered torn beyond repair beyond redemption and being able to sit and listen to all these people from different walks of life and having an open mind same thing with like porsche porsche had an open mind um you know he he hated cops now I think he probably tolerates us. I wouldn't say that he necessarily loves police in general. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I think 
because of his open mind, he has a little bit different, like a viewpoint. And of course, you know, are there bad cops out there? Sure. But, um, you know, that's just where I, that, that's what I wrote down was basically, um, the, sh- the, the podcasting shaped me into just basically having an open mind and, a, and applying emotional intelligence to situations and yeah. trying to see it from their perspective. I wrote down, open my eyes to more viewpoints, basically. Yeah. So pretty much the same thing. Yeah, same thing. And, you know, it's not even just <laughs> sitting here on the podcast when we discuss it and being open-minded. It's like we have conversations with people who listen, and they they give feedback. And then it's like, oh, well, I can see like why you would think that way. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, but there have been several times that, like, there were things that I didn't even agree with. And just to illustrate the point, um, you know, like, for instance, one of the things that, uh, like uh, – so since we always talk so highly of Bill Howard, there's something he said that I didn't agree with. And that was that, like, you know, you basically have to wear a suit and tie when you go to church. Mm-hmm. That's not something I necessarily agree with. And, you know, if we wanted to have that as a hill to die on, because a lot of, re- like, people that have religion will die on hills like that kind of thing. But it's important to him. Yeah. And is there something wrong with him wanting to put, because he said basically he sees it as I'm putting my best foot forward for God. Like, that's just that's just my thing. But, you know, it's it, like my thing is, is I apply that to like sometimes if somebody doesn't show up to your church that's wearing a suit and tie, I may not be able to afford that. Mm-hmm. Um, so should we not be allowed to go there? And it's like show me in the scripture where it says, because like when the like when Jesus and Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, all those guys were walking around in biblical times, they weren't in suits and ties. They were no. in their tattered robes, robes. basically, mm-hmm. you know. And so and, and that's not like an attack at Bill or that Bill's wrong. Um, but like there are times that like having that open mindedness, I've been not agreeing with people and the things that they've said. But it's like in that same sentence, it's like you talked about Seth and him changing lanes to stay away from the liquor store. You know, if that's something that helps him yeah. in his walk with Christ mm-hmm. to where it's like this gets me in tune with where I need to be, you know? Yeah. You know, that, I think that's where he's at with that. And we could, and we could sit there and argue that point all day long. Right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, let's just say I won that argument. Just, just, and I got him to concede just as an, what did I truly win? Yeah. Woohoo. I, I understand theology better than you. Look at me. Flex. Like, yeah. um, it's just, it's that you're, we lose sight of some of those things from time to time. So, uh, okay. So the next question is, if you were to describe the journey of these 100 podcasts in three words, what would they be? Mm, I wrote down – there's actually four words here. Cool. Uh, therapeutic. Mm. Motiv- Dude, I didn't even think about that. Motivating and then habit forming. Hmm. My mom actually told me, she goes, you realize that that podcast is therapy for you? And I went, oh, yeah. I guess it kind of is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I forgot to even write that down. But that wasn't one of my words, but uh, since you got four, I'll do four, and I'm adding in therapeutic. (laughs) But I put um, humbling, captivating, and inspiring Mm -hmm. as what I put in there. Um, Just because, I mean, I can't tell how many times that I'm just like, wow, God, you put this person in my life. You know, I really hope we get Rashad on here sometime because that pod, like we we recorded a podcast or had a podcast at dinner. at dinner that mm-hmm. night. Like, we should have just put a phone in the middle of the table and been like, all right, podcast is done for today. Yep. Um, but, you know, it's just uh, I, I can't believe that God has put all of these people in my life through all of these 100 episodes that I am just absolutely in awe that I've had the chance to meet these people yeah. and that I've had a chance to have the conversation with these people. Um, 
and I can't wait for what the next 100 episodes brings. I agree. And the reason I said like habit forming is for me, like it's not necessarily like the actual habit of coming to the store every Sunday and like doing this, you know, that, that, that's part of it, but it's like you have these conversations with people and you figure out the way that their minds work or part of it and the, the systems and everything that they use. And it's like, okay, like this person has a habit of doing something this way. I'm going to do not necessarily copy that, but in my own way, do that to help me move forward as well. Do you feel these conversations that we've had in here have helped you in like your business and personal life and also the cannabis coalition when it has, when it comes to conversations? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, just talking to anybody like I don't, I don't get really intimidated talking to anybody anymore. You know, I used to be like super nervous going up and talking to like, um, like people at, these events and that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm not that way anymore. So what you're saying is if you, if you ever make it there, phase three, live hard, won't be hard for you when it comes to talking to a stranger. Uh, I, you know, I kind of, I kind of do that already. I'll have little conversations here. It's not all the time, but it, like I'll have conversations here and there with people on the street. And, yeah. Cool. If I ever get there, if I'm ever hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that wasn't what I was saying. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> so, oh, number eight. Um, what's an episode or moment during the podcast that you'd want to relive or experience again? So I want to – it wasn't necessarily during the podcast, but after the podcast when Nate called me on the way home after the state of the world and was just like – um. I'll try not to get emotional here too at the same time. Uh, when he was basically Nate was saying like, Hey, thank you so much for that conversation and setting that up with Bill. And like, that's what I needed to hear. And he's like, ever since I left the studio, I've like been reflecting on that. And my whole drive home, I've like just been crying. And like, what was, what was like your thought process or what were you like thinking? Like what, what was making you emotional there? Like how I had just let myself down religiously for so long and not, not been the Christian that I needed to be and this and that. And that's been for years, you know, like I grew up doing the things that I needed to do and then I just let it all fall off. And I lost a lot because of that. To me, that would be tantamount to someone that has trained their entire life to climb Mount Everest and they make it to the summit. Mm -hmm. Like if I could relive that phone call, like over and over and over in that feeling, like it, I would have, all the motivation in the world. Like it would, it would, it would make, I would be like, I would make Andy Frisilla look bad. <laughs> like it was just, it was just, uh, incredibly motivating and humbling. So that was my answer to that question. What about yours? Uh, I mean, it's hard for me to pick one moment, but you know, just going back and like any of the dinners that we've had before or after, you know, it's like that's, those are awesome moments that we've had between you and I or with Bill or with Rashad. And what was the other guy that was there that night? Uh, Darren Altenberg, I think. Yeah. Um, like those conversations, um, that or even had. with Santa that we had with yes. Bill, Bill and Santa and Cade. And Cade was just like soaking up all the information. Yes. You know, like just all that, all those conversations, um, just mean so much. And they're just like, I'm blessed to be in the position I'm in to be able to do that, you know? And I think you and I have worked our tails off to, be able to put ourselves in those situations and it's just it's just awesome. Yeah. Uh let's see. Uh have your have your listeners and their feedback influenced the direction or tone of the podcast? Um 
we talked about this a little bit beforehand and like I don't feel like they've necessarily influenced me on like the whole scope of what we want to accomplish with the higher points, you know, like I feel like we've had a pretty clear um path on which we wanted to follow the whole time, you know, we want to focus on mental health, helping people, that kind of stuff and like just talking about people's stories and I don't think it's ever changed there necessarily. I would say like people have more impacted me personally um on my uh business journeys and ventures and religious um like following my religion and that kind of thing than they have like actually what we talk about on the podcast. Um yeah, I I would say they they have like for instance obviously the whole reason we're here and we did that like kind of game little mini game show thing was Heather was like, hey, I think this would be cool on your podcast. She kind of had a different vision for what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I was kind of like, well, this would be a cool like 100th episode of something different, you know. And so so I would say yes. Like people definitely shape and influence it. And then the feedback that we get to like, hey, I like that. I like this. I like this. Or I, I like that. You know, most of the time people aren't giving really negative feedback. Um, which we're okay which, if you want to give us negative Yeah, feedback. which I am 100% okay with getting. Um you know, light up that comment section. Um, but, you know, like if there's like an issue with the audio or you say um too much or uh or kind like. of or like, that's me, like, like totally, the walls in the mall are totally, totally tall. Um, <laughs> you know, if it, I'm okay with that kind of stuff. But, you know, it definitely has helped shaped us in just, you know, the feedback that we get, I think would I would say it shapes us the most in the fact that like, okay, we're doing the right thing. That's, I think, the way mm-hmm. that it shaped us the most. So like, okay. So we're, we're reaching our goal of helping people. Yeah. So, yes. Like, we've, we're, we're, we've done well. Okay. All right. So, last question. So, looking forward to the next 100 episodes, what's one aspiration or goal that you share for the podcast, that you want to share for the podcast? Um, I wrote down two things. One of them's kind of like not even following the rules, man. One of them's like more of a like a physical goal, and that's just to add video for Mm. this. You know, yeah. I think that would be a really cool step for us. Um, But just another like I would like to reach over thousand like downloads per episode. You know, we hit that in the next hundred episodes, and like we're touching a lot of lives, and we're helping a lot of people, and um. If we can reach that, you know, that's – we're on the map, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe Rogan podcast, here we come. <laughs> yeah. um, so I basically put to establish 100 more relationships and learn and help 100 more people. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we've always talked about each time if we could just hit one more life, like one more person's impacted by the podcast. So, And if it ends up being that that's 100,000 or 1,000 or 101 or – one. Yep. I really don't care. Um, but like that's just like a, a goal and what I would like to see with the next 100 episodes. And I just, when I first started this, I never thought it'd be what it is. And let's face it, like we're not Joe Rogan and we don't have all these ads and we don't have all this revenue. And But there's more to being rich than money. Yep. And I feel completely blessed and rich from this podcast and like what it's added to my life and what you've added to my life and what all these people that we've had on there have added to my life and the, you know, just the people on my phone that I know that I can pick up and be like, Hey, what about this? 
or can you help me with that? Or I need advice on this. It's just been worth more money than this podcast could ever generate and pay me, in the, my opinion. The potential is unlimited for it. Yeah. It's exciting. But we got through it, man. It took us a, a basically right on an hour. One hour, one minute, and 44 seconds. He handed me this list of questions. It's like, this is going to take us four hours to get through. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to beat Scott Tolley tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was wrong. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, we just wanted to take the opportunity to kind of just do something different, do something that was maybe a little bit fun and maybe give you some insights and just kind of reminisce. Um, I know we did something similar to this on podcast 50, and I know we were looking for some ideas for people that we were like reaching out on our story and stuff like that. But we talked about the influence of people. Some of the the ideas we got, we were kind of like, eh, you know, to that, to some of those comments and posts. And so, you know, this is uh, kind of what we came up with. So, um, I hope you laughed. I think it's all. Hope we you had. cried. <laughs> hope you loved it. Hope you have a great Monday. And uh, we just want to thank you guys for listening to the higher points for a hundred episodes and supporting us. And we hope you listen for the next hundred because they're coming at you. Ain't going nowhere. One week at a time, baby. We'll be here. The scoreboard don't lie. (laughs) We here. That's right. We ain't going nowhere. So we appreciate every single one of you, and we hope you have an awesome week. Catch up with you guys next time.